0: In a world where options are limitless, but time is not. Two heroes take a stand against injustice and overwhelming viewing choices. Starring Jane Ellen.
1: I don't see how the human race survived the medieval period.
0: And Adam Cravens. A lot of them didn't. This is Binge or Cringe. A podcast that lets you know what's worth watching. And what's not from the Hinson Oakley Podcast Center at Rock937.
1: Hello and welcome to Binge or cringe. I'm Jane Ellen. I'm I'm Adam Craig. So. so I know we have been doing our homework dutifully watching TV. And uh I must I must start with this. Stars has a show called Outlander. Are you familiar? Correct.
0: Yes. I'm. I'm aware. I, like, I don't know a lot about it, but I. I am aware of its existence and like the the faintest okay. bit of 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 what it is.
1: Okay, um, I'm gonna call it. It's based on a series of books which I have not read. I, it just kept popping up. It's like, Jane, watch this, and it was. It's on Netflix because I do not have stars. I like, Jane, watch this. Jane, watch this. So I was like, okay, already, I'll watch it, and it is what I would call part gothic romance part uh super duper fight scenes the most <laughs> incredibly attractive two or three people in the cast that I've ever seen in my life. So there is a Game of Thrones-esque thing going because you've got this medieval, when people are dirty, they're dirty and disgusting. You've got a lot of icky noises.
0: Are we talking about like Chris Hemsworth? Yes. Like, okay. All right. Yes. All right.
1: Just like, where has he been?
0: And they're obviously like using that washboard stomach of his uh, as a washboard.
1: So here is the story. It. I wish it was pg-14 but this is this is definitely what uh this is definitely what i would call skinamax fair enough um if not even more so it it would it's it is it is mature for uh mature situations that makes sense Uh, but it's not that constantly so it's kind of like how you could show your kids some parts of game of thrones but they you just like you just can't
0: it's like he's, if he's it kidding. if it aired on a m c you could let them see that version, yes, yes. but as it appears on what is it it, it stars or uh, oh
1: yeah, this is on stars I'm watching okay, it yeah, on Netflix, yeah. if this was edited, yes, they absolutely could see it, and this is the story, and it's maybe it's not completely fresh because I remember there was a time when my whole family would read. Kind of, they're kind of suspense. They're not Barbara Cartland romances because those were ridiculous. But they're much like, jeez, um, oh, I'm a, thinking of Rebecca and those types of things. There's something, there's a mystery of some sort.
0: Just as as a side note, some of our like adjectives that we use like. <laughs> It occurs to me not, it like, it's when I'm like, oh my goodness, it's, it's like the beginning of an Agatha Christie novel. Like, <laughs> I'm wondering if sometimes we're, we're, we are lost in our own translation just being, like, if you don't have an immediate, like, pull of pop culture from the last, like, 40, 50 years, yeah. occasionally you might just be like, wait, what? Like maybe that's what it's like when like I don't know neurosurgeons get together and they're like <laughs> oh well the postganglionic fiber and the
1: <laughs> yeah yeah there's that uh, I want to say Margaret Stewart wrote these types of films not not films they were books but I know as a mid teenager they were they were interesting and it's not, and I'm not talking helpless woman needs a pre- it's not that but there was something going on that you didn't quite understand. And there you have it. And, and of course, the lead characters are both. They're always incredibly attractive. So here's the story of a lovely lady. And it starts out incredibly bloody. It it is the end of World War II, and her name is Claire, and she is a field nurse. And she is, you know, hardcore in the midst of it. The war ends. Her husband was in military intelligence. They'd been apart for a few years because she was on the front lines, and he was doing military whatever. And so they're, they're back together because the war's over, and they decide to go on what they're calling a second honeymoon. And uh, one of the things he enjoys is history, and he's doing his family's genealogy, and it's just they're taking time in the Scottish countryside. That's all. Sure. So, it's
0: probably raining.
1: Yes, yeah. yes, but not as much as you would think.
0: Some fine Scottish weather we're having here.
1: Mm, so 1945, they're doing this and that. Now, of course, as you and I know, Adam, virtually everything that is being said, we know is information that we, the viewer and or the heroine, will need to remember later.
0: If, if you have a, a screenwriter that is worth their snuff, everything that you are hearing should pay off. At some other point, like uh, Bob Gale and Robert Zemeckis, like whenever they compose the original Back to the Future, if you will look at that thing scene by scene, roughly everything that you are being told, information that you're being given down to the mall that they are doing the experiment at pays off later, either as a joke, a plot point. Like apparently it's even used in screenwriting classes, just going like this, this thing, this is just an airtight script Mm -hmm. and like i said if you've got anybody that should that is worth like the the money that they're paying them you need to be paying attention because it's probably going to come up later
1: by the way rotten tomatoes gives outlander uh nine out of ten uh or is that imdb oh I'm sorry. TV.com gives it a 9 out of 10. IMDB is 8.5 out of 10. Rotten Tomatoes, 92%.
0: Okay, yeah, there we go.
1: Yeah, the audience that this is made for, it is delivering upon. So, funny you should mention Zemeckis et al., I because
0: I, it's actually something I do every day. I know. I it's, know.
1: it's delicious.
0: <laughs> I find I find a way to tell. If I'm eating a bologna sandwich, Does I'm just like, like Robert Zemeckis in 1982. Ate a bologna sandwich and said, this isn't bologna. Nor eventually, did he speak like eventually that. Eventually, it led to <laughs> romancing the stove.
1: <laughs> so what really appealed to me about watching this is because I saw two of my favorite words. Time travel, time travel stuff. Just like you got me, time travel. Show me, show me something interesting about time travel.
0: It, it Do has, it. it. It has been a a subject like in, in the same way that I don't know, like normal kids wanted to play baseball and like they wanted to watch baseball games and have base base. That was mine, except I was just like, what the space time continuum? <gasps> uh-huh. Ooh. Ooh. Ooh.
1: So. They're hanging around, they're in some Scottish town, who knows, whatever. And so she spends time with the housekeeper and he does a lot of genealogy with this guy. And then of course at night they talk about it and the housekeeper, she it's it's Halloween. And the housekeeper tells stories.
0: And a telephone booth sets down. Yes. And he explains to them that they need it for their history report. Oh, man,
1: so close. Okay. So, the, the, the woman, uh, she's saying how she's never seen a hands like Claire's because it shows two marriages, but nothing is connected. It's like two separate lives. It's like, yeah, yeah, we get it, lady. There's time travel. We get that. But Claire didn't. So... On All Hallows' Eve, they go to a place that is similar to Stonehenge in that there are big rocks. And then the housekeeper...
0: Is that all you need to be similar yes. to Stonehenge? Okay. Big rocks. All right. All right. Let me, just just let me, I'm going to write that down. Okay. So <laughs> right.
1: apparently, if you wear something gauzy and dance around, you are a druid. So... They decide, uh, the husband decides, hey, let's go watch this because it only happens once a year and we're here, blah, 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 blah.
0: I'm just picturing the Druids miniseries with our tagline on it. What did you say? Gauzy and... Bo-
1: Dancing around. Gauzy okay. material. It, uh, dance and gauzy.
0: <laughs> Druids coming to stars. Jazz flags.
1: Jazz flags. Jazz hands. So they watch this whole thing and then the Druids leave. Okay. And they're done. And then it's, I guess, the next day and he's going to go do something boring and she decides, well, I want to go back there just because it was interesting. So we don't know what the druids, they weren't, we don't know what those women were, if they're supposed to be druids, but they
0: are druid-esque. Were, were, they the, were these the druids they mm. were looking for? They were. These aren't the druids you're looking for. So your way. she
1: decides she wants to just go back and it was pretty there because, you know, big rocks. She's going to go hang out. So she does that, and luckily for her, she's chosen a dress that looks almost just like what they were wearing, only it is a 1940s dress, but same color, a little gauzy, even for 1940s. And then the world seems to spin, and there's buzzing, and she touches the biggest of the big rocks, not a euphemism, and boom, she falls down. And when she wakes up, she thinks that someone's filming a movie, someone's doing this and that, because she sees actual red coats. It's like, well, why would there be red coats here? Actually, if that had happened to you or I, we probably would have well, we would have thought time travel, but that makes sense. They made movies in the forties. Maybe someone's filming over over yawn. And so doing in a sure, renaissance era, yeah. Yeah, I can see that. So uh she realizes that this is real fire because army, and she runs off only to be captured by this man that looks just like her husband, who just happened to be his ancestor, Black Jack Randall.
0: And then, is that his name? Yes, it sa- sounds like the name like you'd either get like Black as a, Jack. yeah, like maybe like a Western like town or like mm-hmm. like a jazz legend. They'd yeah, be like, Black Jack Taylor playing tonight. <laughs>
1: So then he's horrible and she is saved by these wandering Highlanders who aren't so much wandering, but kind of Jacobites.
0: Are they, are they immortals? Do they have inside them blood of Kings?
1: Yes, they have blood of Kings. And you know, I have not hung around a lot of people. The last time I saw someone wear a kilt was uh, last night when I rewatched the Halloween episode of The Office and Andy was wearing one. <sighs> I've—I never thought too much about kilts, but these are rugged, manly men, and it's like, well, why wouldn't you wear one of those? That's I perfect.
0: I don't think I could pull it off.
1: These guys can now. Naturally, you have—you have the, no pun intended—the Scottish Sean Connery,
0: sure, who does Wait. slap
1: women. Wait, isn't yes? What isn't?
0: Yes, Sean Connery, the Scottish. Sean, Sean Conner. Connery.
1: well here's another one and then you have the only guy who is clean some of the time
0: that's that goes on the poster too yes he's the only one that's clean occasionally
1: <laughs> so and let me see if i can show you scottish well here you go his name is hard to believe
0: oh that's his character's name
1: no that's his real name Graham McTavish.
0: Oh my goodness. Scottish.
1: Look but at him. Look if, at him. Look if, at him.
0: I, if I was going to write a Scottish stereotype, like I mean seriously. I think Gr- S- Graham McTavish like he could have been he could have been his stand in uh uh Last Crusade.
1: Yes. So uh, she leaves with them, and of course they think she's what? A druid, because she's, wearing are not but her shift. And uh, so but they have to run away from the redcoats. Run away, run away. So here's the story of this lovely lady. She realizes that she's in another time, but she doesn't know how or why. And she realizes that if she remembers all the stuff her husband and his genealogy researcher guy were talking about, it's in that time period. She is now in the same place, but seventeen forty-three. So Did she, she
0: does she have a flux capacitor? No. Is it a telephone booth? She, she believes. Does she have a TARDIS? Hmm. Huh?
1: She believes that to return to her husband, who is a lovely man in the forties, uh, she must return to these stones because that's she touched the stones and she went. So she puts it together. I guess I have to go touch the stones and then I go back to my own time, which would make sense.
0: Was she on drugs? Is, that, is that what it was? No. It was a so here's, fever dream?
1: here's the deal: if that happened to you, and through various and sundry means you married the person who is clean, at least some of the time, who was fabulous, how hard would you try to go back to your current time? Where there are antibiotics as opposed to staying with the fabulousness and you're the lady of the manor and all that. Well, you wouldn't be the lady. Maybe you would. I don't know. Well,
0: but, I've never been the lady of the manor. I might like it.
1: <laughs> but so that's the thing. You you have you have knowledge. Do you, If you have the opportunity, do you choose to stay after, let's say, six months as opposed to the first night or two and clearly you're definitely trying to go back? What would you do?
0: Well, uh, I have diabetes, so oh, would I die. would I would definitely try to get back to the present because mm-hmm. um, th- that's the weird snafu about like people like to like theorize about like the the zombie apocalypse or any of mm-hmm. those things. And they're just like, oh, what would you do in the apocalypse? And I'd be like, I'd be dead because we would stop synthesizing insulin and eventually my my blood sugar would put me into a coma. And they're like, oh, I was going to go with we should go to the armory and uh Hmm. She, the, your your answer is sad. Yeah, <laughs> I wish I wish I hadn't told you. I mean, you're like you're not I, fun at all. I can't I I can't just go into the wilderness. Uh, my 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 pancreas doesn't work. Hmm. So
1: naturally, because you've seen enough time travel stuff, she was what a nurse with oh, modern medicine of some kind. So she's saving. They, they people. burn her at
0: the stake as a witch.
1: Almost. Okay. So, of course, she's tried as a witch, and the other person... That oh, wait, they, no, no, no,
0: as a heretic. Was it a heretic? No, a oh, witch.
1: Okay. I am not a witch. I am not a witch, she says. But the other one, in order to save this one, convinces the crowd that she is the witch, because she has the mark of the devil, which actually is an inoculation scar, because that woman, before she burns, we find out, came from the year 1968. So, wait for it. There's also a traveling minstrel, because minstrels never stay in one place long. And they sing this lovely song, much like Mary did in Lord of the
0: Rings, one of those types of songs. How fantastic would it be if... All of the witches in Salem were time or time travelers. Yes, yes. All of them. And that's the reason why yes. they seem to possess these fantastical powers. That's the turns vibe out, I'm getting. Turns out they're just like, oh, no, this is my iPod. What do you? Oh, dear. What uh, did you trap those people in that box? What do you witchcraft? I tell you. And there's like, no, 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 no. This is just this is uh, the, this is three dog night. That's I I'm know. sorry. And because of Monty Python.
1: And I'm sure this really happened because people did burn alleged witches. But there are there's the crowd of extras. Boom! Ha, witch! 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 Bang! And it's like okay, I get what's going on, but it's also kind of funny because Money Python. So there's that aspect. This is a drama. There are some amusing asides, but this isn't a thing with catchphrases or anything like that. And it is she's. She knows what's going to happen. She knows that the former Catholic king will not go back to the throne and that it will, it will stay the Protestant King of England. And she knows that all because these people, she knows, yeah. she knows the history of what's going to happen. And she also knows various and sundry things because before she turned back time, she was studying what hibs so she knows and all about the healing it
0: took everything i had in me not to break into a very fought, bad share which is why impression.
1: i gave you the opportunity
0: if i could turn back, back time oh oh, yeah. oh that felt good i needed yeah, that does. there it is
1: so so here's the thing um <laughs> the uh, her husband's blackjack ancestor is just a he's much like um Blonde kid from from Lord. Yes, the the Jeremy. Oh, okay. Jeremy. What's his name? Jeremy from
0: Lord of the Rings. Well, his name wasn't Jeremy. Orlando, Orlando Bloom.
1: No, I'm sorry. Legolas I meant the to prettiest. Say, elves? I meant to say Game of Thrones. The horrible kid with the blonde oh, hair. Oh, Joffrey. Joffrey. Yeah. He's much like that guy. He's yeah. there's nothing. There's nothing redeeming about him, and apparently gay for her husband, and that's why he keeps going after them because he.
0: Wants wants the husband.
1: Now, I'm waiting for the twist of how, because in 1943, she's married to Awful Guy's descendant. I'm wondering, is it going to be one of those, does she bear her? Who knows? But.
0: She's in some kind of time paradox or like a a continuum loop that she is actually. Her own grandma, or, or yes, she's the grandma, whatever. I never I'm mind.
1: waiting, I'm waiting to see if that happens. But again, she has the man, the face of the man that she is married to, who is does not act like him at all that we know of. And then she has all that is perfect in a human being, Thor, but with a Scottish accent, that guy. And he's he is like Superman because you can put a nail through his hand, you can do anything, you can. Give him 200 lashes and nothing nothing stops a Fraser. So, but not Fraser Crane. That's that's where it's at. I was about to say, that,
0: that's not that Fraser no. at
1: all. No. It is. Fuck off, St. Niles. It is beautifully filmed. I, I haven't looked to see if it's done in Scotland or not. There are so many accents flying. I would assume, much like Graham McTavish, if you're going to tell me he was born in San Diego, I choose not to believe you. I, I think there is much local talent or those who have accents.
0: Or just a fantastic name like Graham McTavish.
1: Which is how he talks. I, Alas.
0: I think Scrooge McDuck fought him in an episode mm-hmm. of Ducktales.
1: Now, here's the thing. You know how when we watch Tombstone and after you've binged so many episodes, the um, adjectives and gerunds that they use... Start to slip into your everyday language, your
0: vernacular, if you will. Yes. Yeah.
1: In my mind, I've started to say "can" instead of "no," and it's like, no, 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 no. This is a stop. This is somebody, a stop right. Somebody, now. <laughs> you're going to say that to
0: somebody one day, and they're just going to be like, "What? Uh, are you a witch? <laughs> well,
1: I'm not a witch. I really do need to see who this guy is. Um, the uh, the beautiful one." His name is Sam Hugan, I guess, H-E-U-G-H-A-N. I'm sure I should know.
0: You should not have led with Graham McTavish. That name is not. But,
1: hey, guess what? He's a Scottish actor, and um, and he's 6'3". He looked tall. Anyway, and the guy that plays the creepy guy in The Husband is he is an English actor, and he plays the English character. Got it. So most of these people are legitimately... Accenturized—that's
0: a word. It is. I'll allow it.
1: And there, every once in a while, you see large dogs laying by the fire, which I like. And that's that's about it. And then a lot of the other people—they're just very dirty all the time.
0: I wonder what the mud budget is. Yes,
1: and and there are some who, when they don't have actual dirt on their faces, they still look dirty. You know how some wrestlers have that greasy hair look but yeah. it's product
0: it was just the the, the, the i haven't mm-hmm. bathed in two yes. weeks and this is there's just, a
1: lot of that you,
0: going on You look at them and they're just like i bet there's a heady musk
1: about oh, oh as i watch it i'm thinking yeah i get it because he's smoking hot but man lady stuff and just they don't go into there's no running water in the house they don't go into The day-to-day
0: ablutions. Well, that's the reason. Also, they don't shoot these in four D, and like they're not—they're not spraying scents in your face as they're going along. Just being like, "Oh my goodness, what is that?" You know, is that feet? Mm. (laughs) You know, this smells bad. Yeah,
1: you just—you can tell. But uh, it is beautifully done. It is not to the degree of gore or full frontal that Game of Thrones has. I would say it's Game of Thrones light.
0: Okay. Diet, 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 Game of Thrones.
1: With right. no, su- well, it does have a supernatural aspect, but it was interesting that they threw in, I didn't expect them to throw in the song, which was telling her story, which led her to surmise, this has
0: happened to other people. And it and it's done in the vein of the Brady Bunch. Maybe? Exactly. That would be.
1: <laughs> Alice. I didn't is see the- that coming. Alice is the
0: housekeeper. Here's a story. <laughs> Of a woman who time traveled.
1: <laughs> so, for what it is, it is very well done. And it's going into season five. So, I don't. So, somebody's th- liking what they're doing. Yeah, it's, I guess, a huge hit on stars. Unfortunately, no one watches stars. But now so that it
0: would be a lot easier to be a large hit on yes, stars. Then
1: we we're
0: we we're should, probably we should pitch some somebody. To, turns out we are large. St- stars. We are large stars on stars. We didn't even know it.
1: That's right. But uh it is on Netflix, and I wish because I I know that my girls would enjoy parts of it, but the rest of it, it's like I cannot in good conscience let subject the, I just, that age group. I just sorry. can't. But I think the whole time travel thing, they would find that fun and that would that would uh, spark many interesting conversations. You're listening to Binger Cringe brought to you by Hinson Oakley Family Dentistry. Jane Allen talking with Adam Craven's about what's worth watching. And you watched what? Deadwood. Laddie?
0: Deadwood. Laddy.
1: Oh, I got to stop doing. Deadwood obviously.
0: Um to give to give you a quick rundown of the weird history of Deadwood. Uh the show um on hbo ran from 2003 to 2006 i believe they were going to do kind of an abbreviated fourth season but the creator and uh writer david milch was like no we're not doing that we're going to do a full thing and hbo's like you do a shorter one or you don't do one and he goes well fine i don't do one or it's so basically that's the approach and this was a a series that would build upon itself week to week it is not it is not just like kind of a break apart show episodes in any order you want. And it ends on a reasonably large cliffhanger. They're definitely leading to something. And then, mm-hmm. and then it's gone. Now, HBO works at a deal. I think later that year, maybe two years after that and says, we're going to do two TV movies to wrap up everything in deadwood. Um, It's now 2019. And One of those films finally made it to HBO 13 years later.
1: That's crazy.
0: Like how, like anybody that, and I even made this comment several times, like when they were just like, I have to wait two years for the next season of Game of Thrones. And I'm just like, I have literally been waiting since 2006 for them to wrap up Deadwood can your pie hole about <laughs> your 2 years oh my pie goodness oh, i do dear. love that
1: now there are two things i really really love about this show is um,
0: it are the two reasons timothy <laughs> Oliphant and ian mcshane
1: they are indeed yes um and yes so is there a great deal of their of their yummy goodness
0: um, the two of them are definitely uh, well on display mm-hmm. here. T- truth be told, if Ian McShane does not end up at least with an Emmy nomination, I will be surprised because his character is essentially he's he uh, they kind of imply that like either he doesn't have a liver at this point <laughs> um, or it's so poorly functioning, he might as well not have one. So it- it's and the 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 vernacular that they will that they do use in this show um it's it's i, I say shakespearean because those plays have a very different like cadence mm-hmm. and speech to them and the phrasings and the verbs and the different things that they'll use in this show are definitely period specific um th- there's a lot of use of the the f bomb which mm-hmm. again i i wasn't alive then so i don't know if that's True or not. And
1: yet that popped into Highlander because she would use it and no one knew what she was talking about.
0: Oh, man. Like, Ian McShane paints with that (laughs) thing. Like, some people paint with oils on a canvas. Mm -hmm. Um, If you don't know who Timothy Oliphant is, um, if you've ever seen Justified, um, he's Raylan Givens. Or if you saw the recently canceled uh, Santa Clarita Diet He is the put upon husband in that, and he
1: is lovely. And watching Timothy Oliphant's debut in the Office cast, it's that—that's not a salesman. That's clearly a male model. The whole thing is made of how handsome he is, and And, he is—and like
0: he is is so handsome. I will tell you, like as a as a as a man that is not afraid to tell you this, he is a very attractive man. Like it, just a—he is a genuinely charismatic. Handsome mm-hmm. man, like I will watch shows simply because he is in them. And mm-hmm. De- Deadwood, again, if you if you've experienced Justified, Santa Clarita Diet, um, he he was even in one of the bad Diehards. He's not the bad part of that Diehard. He was the villain in uh, Live Free or Die Hard. Oh, he's never a villain. Oh, I, he's he he's trying to do cyber terrorism. He's he's definitely a villain in that but movie. But he's Jane. too handsome to do that. He's. I, you can still be evil and handsome. Is the, don't you watch a show called Lucifer? That's essentially. But you see that Lucifer,
1: he's not evil. He he doesn't make the judgment. The reason why he wanted to leave hell is because he he got depressed punishing people. See, I, I can see why that would be. Depressing. So so that's that's his. Uh,
0: he's devastatingly handsome. So, whatever, whatever the case, Deadwood. Um <sighs> the the they have essentially um done it in real time like time a, a significant amount of time has passed since oh, okay Cause the, it clearly doesn't really
1: the the actors have aged
0: right um a, 13 years to be exact mm-hmm. um so it's not like it picks up a couple of days after the last episode of the third season So that
1: means the women look older the men just look distinguished
0: um i i think i think uh timothy oliphant's got some gray streaks uh, and his hair, and Ian McShane has put on a little weight, and then there's some wrinkles.
1: And yet he he's still fabulous,
0: which is so annoying. That, I, and I will tell you, like coming off uh, John Wick uh, three Parabellum, mm-hmm. like which gives you another really solid Ian McShane performance. Like I'll tell you this, like I mean, he was the way some people like want to play Hamlet's father. Mm-hmm. Like he has taken this character and just lived in it so much. Like if they ever wanted to do like a prequel or, uh, you know, a reimagining or whatever, you know, turn it into a, a major motion picture. I like, I, I think he is so connected to it. It would be like somebody trying to accept somebody that isn't Jimmy Stewart in it's a wonderful life. Like it's so ingrained in it. I just, I can't hear another voice like with it. And to say that he outshone, uh, Timothy Oliphant, who is pretty pretty much just spectacular in everything that he does. I would honestly give the advantage here to Ian McShane. Um just just a really strong performance before the two of them. And to kind of add the the bittersweetness to finally getting the end to it, um, we will never get the other made for TV movie. Uh David Milch um was diagnosed with Alzheimer's. The guy that created and wrote like as synonymous with Deadwood as like Gene Roddenberry was with Star Trek mm-hmm. or Aaron Sorkin was with the West Wing. Like this, this guy was the voice of Deadwood. And I don't think any of the actors would ever dream of doing a Deadwood anything without this guy, like put putting the pen to paper or mm-hmm. what, whatever less One poetic does. sounding. Yeah. Um, but like just... Really just a, a a pleasing I think it's about an hour and 50 minutes um, gives you a very appropriate send off. Um, if all of the characters don't get to be in the spotlight for a long amount of time, because like I said, it really is Ian McShane and Timothy Olyphant show. Um, you get a proper ending for each of those characters that you cared about in mm-hmm. the show that you've been asking yourself for the past decade and change. I wonder what happened to them. I wonder, I like, where did that character like end up? Like, in, in the way that the X Files finale answered no questions and made me angry. <laughs> Deadwood, Deadwood, really like it. I mean, I guess he's had enough time to think about it or hone this or whatever. But it just, it was an appropriate ending to something. And like I said, I've had thirteen years. To like stew on this and just be like, it needs to be this, it needs to be this. I would have done this. And I, I really found myself just going, That's I okay, you did it correctly. That like mm-hmm. even more so than um HBO's recently uh Game of Thrones. Like Deadwood really seemed to hit the nail on the head. Like just a a, a very pitch perfect ending to a show that after 13 years, really didn't seem like it lost a step. I, now, the only the only thing I would argue that is bad about it is we only get two hours.
1: I can see that being annoying at best. So one thing that I found quite interesting is the way they portrayed Calamity Jane. Calamity Jane I've always been mildly interested in because my name is Jane. This is, I'm showing Adam, what the real Calamity Jane
0: looked like. They do not give her a flattering portrayal mm-hmm. in the TV series.
1: Well, I suspect, as if I were there, the the photos you find of Calamity Jane, most of them she is, uh, for the time, unusually dressed like a man. But honestly, if you're out in the wilds, who's going to wear all that getup? Yeah, like but,
0: there's no purpose to put on a bustle mm-hmm. like when you're out, you know, in... Wyoming before it's it's you know entered statehood or whatever
1: but she it was unusual for the time to a woman for a woman to regularly dress like that and if you read anything at all about her she's in a musical well the character is in a musical so that's all I knew about Calamity Jane she did trick shots she was in a musical that was just okay and um, and that was it. It was not my favorite musical, and for the moment, I blanked on what it is. however, I read enough about her. She did indeed travel with Buffalo Bill's Wild West show, and she I suspect was this miserable, horrible person uh who's not always horrible in this in
0: this no she's she's amusing, but she's usually a very kind of sad yes, sad, mostly drunk yes, drunken character, and
1: when you read about. Um, what happened with her family and her mother. I think her mother died when she was 14. She's on her own. <sighs> you know, it's not going to end well, but she could, she was a scout for uh, Americans. She could shoot. She hunted, I believe
0: um, at the time, she would have called them
1: Injins.
0: If uh, if you were a fan of uh, Tombstone, George P. Costomas' mm-hmm. uh, Tombstone, the one with uh, Kurt Russell, um, that is a very like glamorized Hollywood West. Yes. it's a, it's a great movie. I, I've seen it countless amounts of times. It it really is spectacular. This is not glamorous, but it's not. I, I again, I didn't live there, so I can't tell you like conclusively. But it really feels like it's the Hollywood version of the West. Deadwood feels like what the West probably yes. was like. Yes, except none of them were as handsome as they just weren't. You
1: know, because no he has one, all his
0: teeth. He was first of all. He was probably just plucked from, from Mount Olympus mm-hmm. somewhere. He's one of Zeus's bastard sons.
1: So you have, uh, I find that just a fascinating way to present her. And when you then, because sometimes with movies or shows like this that feature real people, I go, huh, well, I wonder what the real story is.
0: Well, the, and, even the the pilot episode, episode features the murder of Wild Bill, mm-hmm. which actually took place in yes. Deadwood, which yes. which is where the show gets its name. It's... And the thing about it is you get really attached to this character in kind of a, almost a Games of Thrones-y kind of way that you're like, I want to be on this ride until you're like, wait, what year is it? What city are they in? And isn't oh, yeah, Boom. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So it's um it it is, though not a documentary, obviously, it is an interesting look on what it would have been to be in a place that was not quite yet a state and kind of uh, much like as very, we spoke on, on the... Outlander, a lot of it, there are things that really did happen in that time period, and this is the kind of weaponry they had, and it's a totally different life, and it's certainly not glamorized at all. And the interesting thing about Calamity Jane is, man, everything in the world is made up about her. Apparently, even when she was alive, you couldn't believe anything that was written about her. She had just an an extraordinary
0: PR team to throw everybody off. Well, I mean, to be fair, like, it, you know, the, the Internet doesn't exist then. I guess. every Pretty much everything you know, it's either in a newspaper or it's told, like, just p- passing person to person, like, by word.
1: And in newspapers at the time, I know this is hard to believe, but there genuinely was something I would call fake news because the reporters, they didn't have to necessarily write the truth. They wrote what would sell the papers.
0: Right. Real reporters
1: and, don't do that
0: now. But like again, in the, the also, it was probably harder to fact check in you know, yeah, the the eighteen hundreds than it was like say d- during the Nixon administration.
1: So Lou, and they encountered a a bear. Yes, a bear. It's, yeah,
0: who's a, 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 I don't twelve foot bear. No, yes. F- fifteen. Lou, fifteen.
1: Yeah, this big. So it is interesting, and. I find that entertainment like this can lead you down an educational path, even if it just gets you thinking about, huh, I wonder what that was like, and just, as long as you realize this stuff isn't a bunch of
0: documentaries, that would be kind of cool, they're not. It's, it, it intersects with things that did happen, but it, it's it's a largely, like, fictionalized narrative that occasionally has people that mm-hmm. legitimately existed. Um it, and 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 like this is nothing new. Um, obviously, the the show started. I want to say it's two thousand three. If you if you have not, um, if you've got HBO Go or um, what's the what's the other uh, HBO Go and HBO Now, I think it is. If you've HBO, got HBO,
1: no, I have HBO Go now. Go now.
0: <laughs> um, Deadwood is available in its entirety, it. including the uh, recently released TV movie, which is what we've been discussing. Um, it's just it. Honestly, if if you like again, if, if you like Ian McShane or Timothy Oliphant, why have you not already seen? Now this I have show? to
1: warn you: once you're, let's say, ten minutes in, the desire to know all of the story immediately. I mean, this is truly
0: binge worthy. It's just like, ah, you it really yeah. like I it, it, to tell you how long ago, like I got into this, like I was watching the DVDs mm-hmm. like uh, of them. And I mean, it was just like I was just burning them out. Like just boom, boom. Got to watch the next one. Next one. Next one. Next one. Like I was just doing the play all feature and like it's just it's a fascinating show. And like Westerns, which were remarkably prevalent at one mm-hmm. period um, in television, like they just they don't. They don't exist. They the don't play exist. Play
1: all feature.
0: <laughs> it's, it's, Something that what? Yeah. <laughs> well, then then I looked up on the Nickelodeon, and I, <laughs> I, I, rang, I rang them up. ahoy, hi, What? Yes. <laughs> yeah. So you enjoyed it? Oh, the and like I said, as a fan of the show, I felt like it gave an appropriate send off after the decade plus that they have made us wait for this. I did not find myself disappointed.
1: Send so enough sounds like people died.
0: I'm just saying. It's well, some of them did. Well, they they, they were pretty shocked. much did in they, every. They episode. were shot. Ba- basically, canoed their head. Like it was. It was not pleasant.
1: I sometimes think, how would history have changed if antibiotics existed during I don't know the plague years?
0: Well, I. I Get it, Getting to to like the side, you know, like bit of the the Thanos bit. Would you have had you know overpopulation then? Like, right. did was that nature correcting like some of that? Or I mean, you can also like add, like what if the um what if the the libraries like. Had not been burned. Like still mad about what? That. What if? What if we knew the other like seventeen parts of the Iliad and the Odyssey? Like, what if we had have had that knowledge? We didn't go through the Dark Ages. You know, would we have flying cars now? Like, what? What yeah. would? What? Where would we be if we hadn't lost five hundred years to you know somebody getting happy with a set of matches or, mm-hmm. or you know what whatever they they started it with? Probably wasn't matches. Now that's a movie I would watch. Having somebody go back in time and stop them from
1: yes, yeah, they hear. Antibiotics, prevent
0: essentially preventing the dark ages, and mm-hmm. just being like, and now we 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 have this. Like it, it would be an interesting, or at the bare minimum, a fascinating episode of the Twilight Zone. Yes. Yeah.
1: Yes. Well, for us anyway. So, yes, I find that. uh And when I sh- look at shows like this, I don't know why I always jump to antibiotics. It's like, wow. You're getting germs from that. You're getting germs from that. How are you even oh, still you, alive?
0: You, oh, that is not sterilized. You no. are going to get an infection.
1: And with the amount of hand washing we do, when I see, you know, the birthing scenes or this or that, it's like, oh, my God. Bo-
0: bo- how are we bo- still? Boil water.
1: How are we still on this planet? You know?
0: Just. Well, well, again, like if you look at the infant mortality rate at that period, there's a whole lot of us that are not.
1: Yes. But still enough are. That, yeah. It's like. <sighs> just uh,
0: it. It is a vastly. I mean, even if you get down to like my great great grandmother, like I, I believe she had twenty seven kids. What? And yeah, but like a, a a good deal of them also like died in childbirth. Like it's mm-hmm. just it was a it, it's it 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 doesn't even feel like I should be that close to that like relation. It just because I I am just sitting there going
1: twenty seven
0: kids.
1: Oh my. Goodness. Did she get married at like thirteen or fourteen, I'm guessing? I I don't know
0: a tremendous I'm not the I'm not the relative you would well, need guessing, to ask about the genealogy of
1: But to have that, and that would have been common, I'm guessing somewhere in the thirteen to
0: sixteen range that sound, that she sounds probably
1: about. got married. Yeah. And which then, is
0: which was not uncommon at right. that point in time.
1: Yeah. It's not, you know, creepy like it is now. Uh, because, you know, you like know, if you
0: started at 30 and had, you know, 27 kids, like, wow, I'd be nine to impossible. But like if you're, you know, 13 or 14, which, again, was not weird at that period. It, like people like mm-hmm. I think my my grandma got married when she was like 16. Mm-hmm. So I like I mean, it's just it's a different it was it was a very different world then.
1: And yet I will not allow my children to get
0: married at 16. No, no. <laughs> but uh but again, like, you know, what we we're also not as in close a proximity to World War Two or, yes. you know. 27. Wow. Just I mean, maybe, she, maybe it was just like 18 or 19. I'm trying to remember specifically, but it was just a number that when I was told it, I was I, it was one of those that made me stop and kind of make a face about it.
1: Just let's going, just say she wow. had 20, starting That's from still, the age of 15. Yeah. That woman was basically pregnant for 20 years straight.
0: More or less, yeah.
1: And I went through a period where i was pregnant for almost two solid years due to timing and loss and this and that and that
0: was miserable and you can only imagine doing that for, for
1: 20 years for
0: half a lo- half your life or a third of your life or
1: and then you have that one day oh it's the one day i'm not pregnant this year like, Yay.
0: and then the next day you're like well that's over
1: i mean how do you you're a parent of 27 kids and you're the mom so you're at home you gotta feed them all it's like did well, you get
0: caffeine? In, in all likelihood, they were also probably like working out like on the farm or anything. Like you you had kids at that point in time so that they could help you like do the, the family's business. And isn't that
1: what's funny for us? We have kids to help us and yet that doesn't translate. They
0: just, they, they just don't help Yes. And I, and I can't help but start sounding like an old man when I'm just like, meh. Back at this time, the, the children were thankful for it, and they helped them, and they got up, and they milked the cows, and they're like, what? What are you talking about? I'm playing Fortnite. I know. <laughs> and I know we've gone way off topic, but
1: imagine your 13-year-old son talking to one of those 27 children who's slaving away all day, probably maybe can write their name, and it's like, well, uh, today I was in the air conditioning,
0: and- I- I dropped out when I was in third grade and married a girl that I lived <laughs> lived with happily for 60 years. And they're like, what? That's two years away. What? And I'm, I'm just like, I won't trust them to turn on the burner on the stove, right. much less go start procreating, move off into the wilderness by yourself and build a log cabin. Mm-hmm. Do, you you... Know, do you know how to make a peanut butter sandwich? No, apparently I do not. All right. Not. Well, you've got to kill your own food.
1: <laughs> they can't even kill an ant in the house. Damn. That's really fascinating to me Maybe not to anyone listening But there you go 27 kids Wow I remember uh, my dad Who was one of Well one of seven But initially one of nine But collectively they grew as just seven He said that was miserable But he knew a family that had just two kids And he said you know what That was just right don't have more. And I was like, dad, I'm so old. I can't. Remember. It was like two kids. It was just enough. Just do that, doll. Don't worry about anything else. Two is plenty. 27.
0: Hmm. I'm sure somebody felt left out in that family. Like, you, at least you weren't alone as the middle child. You couldn't there was even, the middle children. You couldn't
1: even name them all from the alphabet. You'd have to start
0: over again. Or just, it's a certain point. You're just giving them numbers. Hey, one. Where's one? Have I you, would totally have to do that. Have you have you seen one Haney? Like where a is he?
1: Sad Child Number One. No. A sad Child Number Two with you. <laughs> uh, good time. So Deadwood, a good movie. Uh you'll like it. It's good a,
0: good movie, good show. And it's not suitable for
1: children, Outlander, it something.
0: Was, it was more suitable than the show was for children, but I still would not um I think it'd be a hard sell to convince me. That I should let my kids watch it.
1: Mm -hmm. So would you say they shouldn't learn what
0: the Wild West was really like, Adam? Um, I don't even think they like Westerns. Ah, well, that's a shame.
1: We'll discuss that another day. So thank you so much for listening. I'm sure we'll watch a whole lot more stuff by next week. That sounds plausible. That does sound like what we would be doing. Anyway, thank you for listening. I'm Jane Ellen. And I'm
0: Adam Cravens. Starring Jane Ellen and Adam Cravens is a Hinton Oakley Podcast Center production. Listen to new or past podcasts anytime at rock937online.com.